So, uh, you come to. What the fuck? Every time I come to, th- there's never any record of what happened before. Yeah, what, you, I, what do I know about know. myself? You know who you are. You know where you live. You know who your parents are. But you just kind of come to, God and you're like it. this blank area. It, there's no walls. There's no nothing. Fuck this. Just this blank area. God. And there's uh, this guy standing in front of you. He's uh, dressed like a clown. And he has a, uh, a, a like a balloon. The balloon's like 15 feet above him. But has your face on it. And uh, the guy looks at you in the eyes. God and he looks somehow like familiar. Yeah, he's real familiar. And he says to you, hello, Aaron. I'm Dreamy Dan. Yeah, I know. Ruler of the dreamscape. Fucking prick. And he goes, welcome to the conclusion of the Trilogy of Dreams. That's part three? Part three of the Trilogy of Dreams. He says that to you. (laughs) And you blink. And when you blink, and for a moment you see blackness, when you open your eyes, you still see like just blackness, just darkness. Yeah. And you're like, where the hell am I? And then um, in the darkness, you see, like, it's hard to explain, but you basically see your your life as it is right now, your current life. Yeah. You see in the darkness, in this uh, almost howling void. It's, you, there's like a projection out there? Yeah. In this void, this frightening cold void. <sighs> All right. It's cold? That Yeah, a little bit. And you, you, and you feel it coming towards you. It's encroaching on me. Yeah, the void. What the fuck? It's cold. You definitely, you definitely need a, like a jacket. So you see uh, sucks. your current life. Uh, you know, you see your job that you work at, your stand-up comedy. Yeah. You see yourself out of the funeral of your girlfriend who fuck recently died. Fucker. Your girlfriend's dead. You guys uh, went to a bumper car place. All right. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to go play Bumpies. That's what you call no, it. No, come on. <laughs> you call it that. No. You go, I can't you. wait to go play Bumpies. It was a little thing you said when you were a little boy. Ugh. And you can't stop saying it when it comes to like this. Like even as an adult, you still say, let's go play Bumpies. Ugh. And and like your girlfriend would definitely like is definitely weirded out by it. Yeah, Pat. She, of course. <laughs> but she never like says anything to you like what the fuck's wrong with you because she sees just the like the love in your eyes and the joy in your eyes when you say I'm, i want to go play bumpies and she knows that this is like clearly something from your past that this means and she goes well i don't really want to i don't want to do like i kind of don't want to go to the bumper car place she's like yeah you know i kind of got well, she never questions it she goes look i what questions what why i call it i want to go play bumpies she thinks about it but she sees the shining light in your eye she never says, "Hey, I've never heard it called that before." No. What's, what's that from? She's so it, it, it's a combination of her being completely weirded out, like finding out a new side to someone she thought she knew and trusted, but also she sees the innocence in your eyes. She sees the shining light. She sees the joy. And That's she, fucking dumb. So they they cancel each other out. They're just kind of like I just act. She just acts like it's not happening. You know, playing bumpies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Let's she goes, play. well, look, Aaron, I, I don't want to play bumpies. Like, I'd rather. She goes, look, you know, I got a lot of schoolwork and I'd really like this is my only day off. I really just would. I'd love to go get lunch with you and just hang out, maybe see a movie. I just want to spend some time with you because she just loves you so much. 
and you go play bumpies like a fucking idiot yeah like some small child you scream it and you feel ashamed of course i do I immediately apologize. I immediately you say, apologize. You I'm so she, sorry. And she looks kind of shaken. I'm like, like look, I don't know where that fucking came from. I, that's not me. I don't want to. She goes, look. I'm really sorry. She goes, look. I, I I get it. Like, I'm, I, let's, whatever you want to do. She goes, look. We'll just go. We'll go. Let's go get play. lunch. She goes, look. We'll go play bumpies. No, no, no. Let's go get lunch. She goes, look. Let's go some, see a movie. She's like, yeah, we will afterwards. She goes, it's just it's so important to you to go play. No. And she kind of stutters over to just play. Bumpies. No, no. Just go. Let's just go. Let's skip it. So you go to the bumper. Uh, Fuck you. Come on. <laughs> the bumper car thing. And um, you're like really competitive about uh about playing bumpies. God damn it. Because when you were younger, uh, that's how uh your father no like figured out who would get fed. And if you don't like if you don't like do bumper cars well enough, you don't get like a full meal. It was sad. It was, you know, it wasn't okay. What happened to you? So you have that kind of in the back of your head. And like you've had therapy and stuff for it. And like, yeah. uh, you know, it was only him. It was never your mother. She never did that stuff. Of course. You, but you never had the courage to tell her about it. But you, you but you, de- you dealt with it uh, with years of therapy. But you find all that slipping away. It's, it's like you're reborn as like a bumper car warrior. You know? What the fuck is a bumper car warrior, Pat? You just, That's just, bullshit. No, your senses are like heightened and stuff. Like you can like you can hear a, a fly buzz on the other side of the arena. You know, you you see you know the sweat. You know, on on like I'm on, in a Wachowski movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have a weird vision, a momentary vision, like a golden battle axe. God damn it. And then you come back to uh, you know you come back to Earth yeah. and you just start bumping people and you're fucking people up, dude. Like like you hit somebody and their car goes like careening. How it goes careening? It's, like like you're so good at it. But like they go X miles an hour. Right. There's like not enough. Uh, I couldn't build up enough speed to do that. But in your training when you were growing up, what the fuck, Pat? When your father would, would withhold food from you if you didn't bump hard enough. You got you figured out how to do it at like so like you were like deadly. It was like basically it'd be like it'd be like if Picasso had knives, you know? No, I don't know. Level of artistry when you're taking down somebody where like they don't even see you coming. And then when you hit them, they bounce away and they see you. And it's like, what's that thing called? Uh, That sequence of uh, the Fibonacci. Yeah. He does a Fibonacci sequence in in his little car. You're like, you're fucking, you're something else, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think of like thunder gods as you do this. You think of holding Molnir, Thor's <sighs> hammer. And then your girlfriend is like playfully coming towards you and she goes, I'm coming to get you, baby. I love you. And you go, dude. And you go, I love you too. But you're looking at your review mirror. What? A bumper car doesn't have a goddamn review mirror, Pat. Yours does. No, it doesn't. So you zoom. They don't. It's like it's cageless. You bring your own with you. You're that into it. It's like how people bring their own bowling balls to bowling alleys. You bring your own review mirror. To Where the it. fuck do I put it, Pat? In the car. There's nowhere there. There's, there's like not a roof on them. You're riding around in a little bowl. There's nowhere to hang it from. No, this is a pretty nice park. So oh, okay. You, so you come towards her. I see. And uh, you you just have like a blood lust going. You literally see red. You know what I mean. <sighs> And um, 
you hurtle towards uh, your girlfriend, uh, and you just picture fire, you know, piercing through uh, the cosmos, and you smash into her car, and it goes it goes flying off a cliff. God damn it! <laughs> it was on a cliff. So she uh, dies. So um, you uh, that fucking sucks, man. <laughs> well. It was, hey, man. First off, it's also like the one thing I've been good at. You know what I mean? Every other time it's been something getting fucked up. This is me at my peak. And you killed your girlfriend. Playing bumpies. Oh, yeah, yeah that's like, I'm never going to be better than that in any of these scenarios. Yeah. And I killed her? Yeah. I mean, you didn't mean to, of course. Of course I didn't mean to, Pat. So her family sues the, um, the, uh, the, the theme park. They sue you. Yeah. Yeah. They, they win. Uh, the set, you know, you 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 decide to settle out uh, out of court for like uh, like eighty grand. So um, anyway, that's what you see when you look at your current life. Then suddenly in this dream, you've left the uh, howling void, and now you're in like um this weird like prism of light. It's it's almost like you're at the source of everything. Yeah, the source of all creation. Yeah. And you see what you could be doing. Yeah. You know, you see that you have an uh, an untapped potential. Doing what? Working as a uh, salesman. <sighs> this place, it's a um, anal bead company. It's God called Zips. damn it. <sighs> It's like you should basically you see the opportunity you could have working for this company as a salesman selling anal beads, artisanal anal beads, the finest that money can buy. You see this in your dream and you wake up. So I just see me selling anal beads. Yeah. You hear a balloon pop and you wake up. Am I supposed to presume that that's better? Hey, man. It's just a change. They showed you two things. It showed you the void, which was your current life, your current soul-sucking life. And it showed the source. It showed that maybe, you know, if, if you change your life a little bit, these other things could happen. Do you, do you apply for a job at Zips? 100%. You walk in and you walk, yeah. like, by the time that this meeting's over, it's the best job interview you've ever had. I wear a fucking suit. You look great. I went out of this dog shit life. You look great. Look at the other one. You walk in, they kind of compliment you. They're like, holy shit, what a suit. I learned how to tie a double Windsor yeah. for this. Yeah. And uh, the guy looking at you goes, he's talking to you. And like halfway through the interview, he goes, I'm, I'm sorry, pardon me. Is that a double Windsor? I say, yes. I look him in dead in his eyes. And as if it were, is the sky blue? Yeah. Yes. Like it's every fucking day for me. One of the uh, the interviewers is, is this lady and she yeah. blushes. Hell yeah. The guy blushes too. What are their names? Uh, her name is Cindy Moon. Cindy Moon? Yeah. What's his name? Brent Toblerone. Brent Toblerone and Cindy Moon. <laughs> so I kill it in this and interview. They hire Brent you. Cindy. Yeah. You're, you're working as a salesman at Zips. Yeah. And um, they're like, all right, Aaron, like we're going to go out and celebrate. Celebrate what? The fact that we just hired you, man. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. Let's we're gonna go. go out. Let's let's do it. Hell yeah! And um, Who's, who else coming? Cindy, Cindy Moon, Brett. Brent, Brent uh, the receptionist. Uh, 
Mindy, uh, Turtle Dove. Okay. And a bunch of people that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't met. But yet. it's like like 20 people? Yeah. Because they're, like, they're hiring one person, like 20 people. It's a group. tight-knit group. They all love working there. All right. That's cool. It's The money's good. They take care of you healthcare-wise. Okay, good. Everything's great. So it sounds like, like an up-and-up thing. They're like, we're going to celebrate with our with our boy Aaron Brooks. Is the, uh, the CEO there? The CEO is there. Oh, the yeah? The CEO is Zips, yeah. 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 They'll remain unnamed, but okay. We uh, so as you so you go to you go to this karaoke bar around the yeah. corner, and uh, as you walk in, what's it called? Um, it's called the it's called karaoke corner, karaoke corner. All right, it says it twice. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? It says karaoke corner, but it's in case. Karaoke, and then the corner it starts with the K. Yeah, and then parentheses underneath it it says karaoke corner, but corner is spelled correctly. Oh God! Yeah, so what a called, terrible sign. Well, that's just what it's called. So you go to it, and um, it, it wait, it intentionally misspells it and then corrects itself. Yeah, what happened was th- that was the uh, the name they registered, but they got cold feet, and so they they put that as an explanation, like they they couldn't, but they couldn't change it. Yeah. At the last second. So it's called Science Karaoke Corner. Yeah. Corner with both K's, but underneath it, they have the correct spelling. It's kind of like an OCD thing. All right. So, so we all go to Karaoke Corner. Karaoke Corner. Yeah. So you go there and uh, you walk in. There's a bunch of like uh, private rooms and stuff. You walk by one of the private rooms. There's this guy inside. He's got a thinning gray hair and a green uh, jumpsuit. He's chewing on. The biggest piece of celery you've ever seen. And he's singing karaoke, but the microphone he's holding is a carrot. He's got a, uh, there's a sign up outside of it, and it says, Prince of Vegetables birthday party, but no one showed up. It was just him. And and he's singing the song, MacArthur Park. Oh, no. You have to cake out in the rain. No. (laughs) He doesn't look happy. Get it back in here. You walk up. cake up. You walk past him, you see there's a different, um, there's, a, there's another private party. Nope. Uh, looks like a company party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a bunch of guys in like suits that have like L's o- over their heart. And um, they're just like drinking. They're getting fucked up, dude. Yeah. There's uh, this guy on stage. He's, uh, <laughs> he's singing that song where it's like... Uh, if you don't know what it's like, welcome to my life. Yeah, all. yeah. To be her, to be yeah. Her. Simple plan. Yeah, it's the guy singing it is um, is interesting. You've never seen a suit Fuck so you. I leave. I leave. sharp in your life. This guy getting and, out of uh, here. He's got the sharpest suit you've ever seen, and he is God just singing it. into this microphone, man. And his head is more bald. Than oblivion, there's never been a hair near it. Near it, and when he opens his mouth when he's singing, it's like his teeth. It's almost like it's the teeth of a different species. Almost like it's like a. And you think this is crazy? Almost like it's like a shark's shark teeth. Just one row. It's hard to tell. Fuck. And you kind of walk past, and he looks up, and he makes eye contact with you, and he looks embarrassed. So you keep walking, and you go to the main room, and uh, you sit down, and um, your waitress comes over, takes your order, talks. Your waitress is like, uh, 
looks at you and she looks at you and she goes, uh, she goes, this is going to sound weird. Do I know you from somewhere? Where have I seen you? I've seen you before. Are you like an actor or something? I'm not an actor. Not an actor. She goes, but I've seen you. Like, you don't do plays or like, I don't, I don't do know, plays. sketch comedy or something. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm a comedian. And she goes, holy shit. Are you Aaron Brooks? Yeah, that's me. She's I'm like, very uncomfortable. She goes she's, right now, even doing this. She goes like, she's just like laughing. Sorry, this is probably making you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like she goes, look, I don't know. I'm sorry. I love comedy. Uh, I like to go out to like local shows and stuff. And I've I've seen you so many times. You always make me laugh. I've heard you tell the same joke three times, and I laugh every time. Like I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm just a fan. Thank you. That's very kind of you. And she like blushes a little. God damn it. And she uh, kind of like walks away. And there's someone, there's this dude on stage singing, and uh, and you haven't really been paying attention to it because uh, you've been kind of talking to this girl who's like really pretty, you know, like waitress. Yeah. You get this guy on stage, and you hear, it's hard to make out, like, you're not really paying attention, but he's saying something like, like, I need to see you out on no. the dance floor. It's like singing that at karaoke. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is that song? And the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. They like it. You look up to see who's singing it. Yeah. And uh, it's this dude. He's got like a burnt orange shirt. Uh-huh. Tight jeans. Uh-huh. This guy's hands are enormous. Oh, Lord. They're so big, you can't see the microphone that he's wow. holding, that he's singing into. <laughs> Though maybe it might be because uh, it's blending into his just jet black leather jacket that he's wearing yeah so he sings and he finished singing and then uh crowd goes like crazy and they go oh keep it going and, and like he like they, he crowd surfs yeah towards the back <laughs> of the crowd room. serve him yeah they go crazy for him God. and he kind of like goes past you and like uh his uh like hand does his middle finger now grazes no. uh, your cheek <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and you remember the feeling you got on the first day of summer vacation. Hell yeah. When it's the best. Two months seemed like five years. Absolutely. All you needed to have a good day was just a creek and a free afternoon. Fuck yeah. And you kind of like come out of it, you're like, what the hell? And so he's kind of crowd surfed to the back, and there's like a little booth and like a microphone yeah. in the back. And this guy grabs the microphone and he goes, Thank you guys. My name is Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Less. Yeah. And he goes, who's ready for some karaoke? I applaud the hardest I've ever applauded in my entire life. And, and like he hears it. I clap it. so fucking hard. He hears it. He looks over and he like winks at you. He's I like, get up on up a chair. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, dude. So there's a there's a big line like waiting for um for songs and stuff. So yeah. You sign up and you're like, all right, I'll just wait. It's going to be a while. And uh, you have to go to the bathroom. So you, you walk go and use the bathroom real quick yeah you pee in your shoes what yeah you fuck up what how i'm a fucking adult Pat. because you're you're, you're kind of like you're still kind of reeling from that weird sense memory that Ugh. just happened so i just piss only on my shoes a little just a little you get most of it in the urinal but all right there's pee on my shoes yeah what are you gonna do you walk back can and I, can uh, i like wipe it off can i get like a towel wet yeah and like wipe it off my um, shoe. You lean over to grab the towel and you hit your head on the wall Fuck. really hard. 
and suddenly you forget exactly what you were doing. And then as you walk, so the piss away, is integral. Then you right? walk away, and then you go, "All right, the piss." You remember. So you walk back. Uh, there's like a, like all all your friends from work are sitting at a table, and as you walk, uh, that guy who was singing her like gets out of the booth for a moment. Mickey less. Yeah, and he yeah. kind of like look. You just catch eyes with him. Yeah, and he kind of looks at you, and you look at him, and he goes, uh, "Hey, friend, nice to meet you." And he sticks out his hand. He goes, "The name's Mickey, Mickey Less." You shake his hand at one hundred percent. So I steal myself first. I take a big deep breath. Yeah. I put myself and say, when when you get scared, think of this moment. Give yourself like a mental anchor to come back to, and then I go in. I shake real fucking hard. You shake his hand, and you have. Uh, it's it's almost like you're there reliving this. Just one of those moments in the summer where you were just jumping on a trampoline in your backyard. Higher than any angel dare to fly. Really getting up there, huh? Yeah. And you just see, it's almost like you can see the whole town. Yeah. And there's a, it's not quite dark yet, but the the sun is starting to set and you see the strange, you see the start of a sunset, you know, you see the the purple skies. Getting close to dusk. Yeah. The purple and red skies coming together like a beautiful ribbons. In the wind, desert paintbrush, and your mother shouts out, That's uh, beautiful, Aaron. All right, the brownies will be ready in five minutes. God damn it, she why are you doing this? Ice right cold mug of lemonade next to it. Oh, lemonade and brownies, and you're jumping on that trampoline, and you're feeling like this is uh, the highest any human being has ever been, and your life seems endless. Yeah. You snap back. You're at the karaoke place with Mickey Les. He goes, um, well, that waitress you were talking to, uh, pretty pretty, huh? Oh. And then he kind of laughs and he goes, huh, pretty pretty. Huh, pretty awkward, more like. Ha <laughs> You laugh a little. Yeah. I laugh a little. His hand gets slightly bigger. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. Okay. So he goes, he goes, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's Samantha Darnett. She's worked here for Samantha Darnett. Yeah, her last name's Darnett. He goes, yeah, she, she's worked here for uh, for about six months. Boy, she is a real sweetheart. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, here she loves comedy and kind of laughs a little bit. Yep, and goes, um, <sighs> you know, Aaron, uh, I kind of do this thing. I kind of got a gift for it. I like to hook up people. Yeah. Who I think would, would work well together. So you've known Samantha Darnett for six months. Yeah. And nobody has uh, met the standard of Samantha Darnett until I walked in. You know I got accused of murdering my girlfriend, right? How do I how do I get through that? And he goes he goes, What? And then like you kinda of tell him the story. Yeah. And he's like and he goes, Hold on. So this was a bumper car. Center yeah, it's crazy. Built on a cliff. Yeah, it's idiotic. He goes, Who would do that? He goes, how on earth is that your fault? I don't know, dude. Thank you. He goes, that's really. He goes, I'm, that's really weird. He goes, look, uh, my, I, I know a guy. He's a he's a pretty good lawyer. He goes, I can. This sounds weird. He goes, I, I bet you could probably overturn this on appeal. Uh, this sounds really strange. He goes, look, I'll. He hands you a card of of a lawyer. What's the lawyer's name? Uh, Jerome, uh, Jerome, uh, Goodbottom. 
Jerome Goodbottom. Yeah. Attorney at Attorney law, law, brother. So he goes, look. He goes, look, I know it's it's strange, but I, I, I can tell somebody, I can tell if someone's a good person pretty quickly. You seem like a pretty good person. Thanks, Mickey. Thank you. He goes, you know, you do your comedy and stuff. And um, yeah. He goes, look, this is kind of a hard world right now. It's a hard world to, yeah, to man, laugh at. You're hearing... I hear you. It's a hard world to laugh in. The fact that you can do that is, is just so like cool. He goes, "It's cool, man. I could never do that." He like laughs a little. Thanks. And he's like, "Um, he's like, yeah." So Samantha, he goes, "I feel like I could. I feel like she likes you a little bit, man. And, oh. and, and I know that you're you're especially probably since you know the death of your girlfriend. You probably feel kind of shy about talking to women. Yeah, and stuff. yeah." And he goes, "I bet you always have been. I was apparently convicted." Of murdering my girlfriend. You know, in a civil suit. Same thing. So that's the that's the eyes of the law. He goes, know? just let me help, man. Court of public opinion. Just let me help. She's gonna think I killed my girlfriend. And then he would walks, you date somebody who did that? He walks into the booth, and uh, he just goes, "All right, up next we got Aaron Brooks." Fuck, man, you go on stage. Yeah, it's the song uh, "Patches" by Clarence Carter. Oh, yeah, song. Yeah. Patches, I'm counting on you, son. Yeah. Yeah. Chairman of the board. Yeah. Yeah. I love chairman of the board so much. So you sing that song and yeah. the place goes fucking crazy. I bet, dude. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, it's a really good song. <laughs> and you're killing it. We should listen to that later. We will. He fucking, it, he's like, every, the crowd's going wild. Yeah. Samantha, darn it, looks up and she sees, like, she kind of notices you. She's like, holy, what is this about? So you finish uh, singing the song and everybody goes crazy. And then Mickey Les goes, hey guys, what say we give this guy another round, huh? And everyone's like, yeah, sing another song. Yeah. And you hear him, like, you hear him touch his ear. And then you hear in your ear, he put a little in, like, like a little speaker in. God damn it. Mickey. And he goes, just do what I say, okay? He goes, follow what it says. He goes, it's Mickey, by the way. Mickey less. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. And uh, so what? what what's, the, what, what's the song you like to sing in karaoke? You can leave your hat on by Joe Cocker. So that song starts playing. And the, the words are there and stuff, but underneath it, yeah, like it, it looks like a like like someone's writing, yeah, on underneath the lyrics somehow, yeah, on the yeah, and it says um, they're telestrating, yeah, it says whip off your glasses. This is the only pair I got, man. He I goes, can't. he goes, whip them off real quick, put them back on. Crowds and go crazy. All right, I do it. You take the glasses off for a second, and you like toss them in the air, catch them, put them back on. For some, re- it's corny, but for some reason, everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Th- they start going nuts. Yeah. Samantha Darn, it's like, whoa. <sighs> so you're singing the song, and then it says like, um, it says, um, "Take your pants off." God and you look up it. at Mickey Less, and he's giving you like eyes, like, "Do it, dude." take my pants off yeah i probably got shoes on i take my shoes off you, and then you it know just says, it just, just believe in yourself <sighs> fine i would do it 
So you take your pants and they just rip off. What? Like they're like the special pants. Well, now what am I going to wear? So what you're wearing is white boxer God shorts with red it. hearts on them. And people start going insane. Yeah. They're like, look at this guy's fucking boxers, dude. Like they're like losing it. Yeah. Samantha Darnett's mouth is agape. Not in like a way that's like, this sucks, but where she's just like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. The song is about to end. Yeah. And um, it's a, he writes underneath, rip the boxers off. No. No. He goes, do it. Absolutely not. No. I'm not going to expose myself to a karaoke room, Mickey Les. That's a fucking crime, dude. People already think I'm weird because I got convicted for killing my fucking girlfriend. But all that goddamn accident. in this song. No, I don't care. I'm not going to show my dick and balls to all these people. And he writes, do you trust me? No, 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 I don't. Not, not to. I don't trust you enough to show my cock and balls to a room full of people who are staring right at me and having a good time. You know, this is like you've done. You've made me feel real weird. I had a weird sense memory that tied up with you touched my face, but like, what? What do you want? You know? Yeah. How? What? What makes me think if I pull these off? My dick and balls are going to be shown to everybody here, and that is a crime. So as you're trying to communicate that to him, this weird little imp creature kind God of like damn it. swings by on a rope and just grabs your boxers and rips them off. Well, this is great. And there is a, a, a giant ball of light. Coming out of my dick? Coming out of where your penis would normally be in balls. Great. And the light is so bright, it kind of like blinds people. And uh, it predicts the next uh, like natural disaster. What the fuck, Mickey? What the fuck? And everyone's kind of like hypnotized for a second. Yeah. And you look up and Mickey throws something at you. And you catch it, and it's like a pair of pants and a, a Michael Jordan jersey. <sighs> Do you put them on? Of course I put them on. You of put course. them on, and as soon as you zip those pants up, after you put the, on the Michael Jordan jersey, the uh, the ball of light disappears, and everyone kind of snaps out of it. And they kind of sit there for a second, and they give you a standing ovation for that fucking karaoke song. Jesus here. Christ. Like the, like the, the front windows shatter. No one's hurt. In fact, one of the the, the charging glass goes across the street and it stops a, a guy who was trying to mug someone. Jesus Christ. He's trying to mug someone and he said, I'm going to fucking kill you after I take your money. And then the light, uh, or sorry, the uh, the the glass sliced his throat and he died. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But like, you know, the other guy was safe. Couldn't have just disarmed him? So like- people are going absolutely crazy. You get off stage, you walk over to your table. I feel like we're burying the lead here. What? That my dick was able to predict when the next natural disaster occurs. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen for for another few weeks. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? That's insane, dude. Why wouldn't I call somebody immediately about that? I mean, well, you do, and they're like, okay, whatever. And then there's like this weird, you know, they don't believe you. I wouldn't call like some bureaucratic bullshit. I call like 
a weatherman. And, be like, hey, and man, say what? I did karaoke, and then uh, a little imp snatched my uh, boxers off. My penis created this weird I wouldn't ball tell of light all that. that hypnotized everyone and forgetting this never happened, and also pretty natural disaster. Also, there's going to be an earthquake in Malaysia. I, w- I wouldn't tell him that. I would say, hey, look at this fault line. Check out this exact fault line in Malaysia. Just take a look. I think something's going to happen to it. I don't know how earthquakes work. I don't know if there's like a warning sign. I don't know. How, I don't know how science works in general. But I would know I would try to tell somebody. Yeah. Somebody who might be able to like alert other people if I'm right. So they go, okay, sir. Next day you wake up. There's a newspaper article about how they uh, like evacuated uh, a bunch of people out of Malaysia. Yeah. There was going to be an earthquake and like millions of lives were saved. Yeah. Thank God. About time. Yeah. All my good choices. And they go. They don't, we don't know the, the person, this hero who identify themselves. We don't know who he is, but we thank him. You're welcome. Meanwhile, this girl, Samantha Darnett and you, she comes over to you after you sing that song. Yeah. She's like, look, this is crazy, but I'm off work in an hour. You want to go, I don't know, get a coffee or. I don't drink coffee. And she goes, okay, well, uh, I'm going to get a coffee if you want to come hang out. He was like, and she goes, I bet they got other stuff besides coffee, you know. All right. I didn't know this place that served coffee and coffee only. Yeah. So um, you go out to this like weird non-coffee date with uh, Samantha. And uh, you fall in love. And you get married three years later. Yeah. You've she's helped you through the grief of, of of losing your girlfriend. She had something similar happen to her, actually. Oh man! So she, you kind of grieve together. When you say something similar happened to her, she, she's just dating some guy, and uh, they got in a car wreck, and he died. Like, oh, so it's not really similar. No, not you're, that's not similar at all. Uh, where it, that was your completely your fault, and sure, hers wasn't at all. God damn it! So she's like, uh, she kind of you guys kind of grieve together. She's a little farther along the grieving process. Yeah, she's able to help you. You're able to help her in ways you didn't see coming. Uh, you guys are married. You have uh, three children uh, together. Uh, their names are, uh, they're all named Paul because you love Paul McCartney the best, the Beatles. So uh, Paul one, Paul two, Paul three. No. AKA uno, dos, tres. No. So one, like, so one of your kids you just called Samantha dos. okay with this? She loves them too. She's like, I, that's why, that's one reason that you guys started getting along is because of the Beatles. So you're, you're you're married. You're married. You have three children. Um, you Paul one, Paul two, Paul three, or Uno dos tres. You have uh, you go on the Tonight Show and you have the the set of your fucking life, and uh, you get like an agent, a manager. You start appearing in movies. You start writing movies. You become this like a uh, world famous comedian. This sounds great. Other than some poor choices in the naming department of yeah. my children, I'm coming out on top. Yep. And then, uh, but there's like a strain on your marriage just because like you're on the road all the time. Yeah. You know, and eventually uh, you give in temptation and you cheat on your wife. No, fuck you. Come on. uh, But she had already been cheating on you. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) You realize this is like my worst nightmare. And then you, You, I mean, you realize like you're tapping into like the thing that scares me so much. And then uh, you you come home and you guys uh, divorce and you realize you're much better friends than you were lovers and you guys become closer than you've ever been. 
So even though you're not married, you're not physically intimate, you guys become very close friends and you co-parent the fuck out of that those fucking kids, man. And those kids all go on to become uh, successful civil rights lawyers. They free so many people from jail who don't deserve it. Yeah. Because you and Samantha fucking co-parent the shit out of these fucking kids. Yeah. And then you die of cancer. Yeah, that sounds like the best case scenario. She kills herself the day after it happens. Damn it. And you both are uh, buried together (sighs) in a cemetery. Ironically, uh, the cemetery is where that uh, bumper car place used to be. They raised it and made a cemetery. You and her are the first people in that. (laughs) So we're buried on a cliffside cemetery. Yeah. That used to be, that that is the spot where I killed my, my girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, God damn it! The day the the second that uh, everyone leaves, like the grave after it's been like padded down with dirt and stuff. Yeah, Mickey Les just stands above it, even though it's like decades later. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, burnt orange shirt, tight jeans, fucking maroon shirt. Yeah, he's got that fucking leather jacket, giant hands. Yeah, hands the size of like eternity. He looks down. And he goes, I love you both forever. And a tear rolls down his cheek. When it lands in the ground, a uh, cherry tree grows. (laughs) (laughs) And he walks away into the night. Are the cherries good? They're the sweetest cherries there's ever been. Yeah. 